0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Scripture reading for our meditation this morning is from our epistle lesson from Romans chapter 8. And especially this morning we reflect on this verse again from that reading. For those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. But quite honestly, it doesn't always feel like all things work together for good. Now, how many of you have ever heard of the children's book, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? I'm sure a few of you have heard of it, and if you haven't, it's okay, because basically the title sums the entire thing up for us. Alexander has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. His day starts off terribly horrible when he wakes up with gum in his hair. And then he goes off to school, and his best friend is terribly mean to him that day. And then when he goes home for dinner, he has to eat lima beans for dinner. Not to mention the fact that throughout that day, what also happened was he went to the dentist. And of all his brothers, he was the only one who had a cavity that day at the dentist. And then while they were leaving the dentist, he got in a fight with his brothers. That wasn't his fault, but his mother blamed him for the entire thing. And then to top off this terribly horrible day, as he's falling asleep, Alexander bites his tongue. He has a terribly horrible, very bad, no good day. A day that that would seem quite difficult to think, that all things would work together for good. But I want you now to think about a different story, a much more serious story. A story that goes all the way back to the book of Genesis, in which we hear the story of Joseph, Joseph, who had some very terrible, horrible days. Because Joseph's story starts off so terrible when he is thrown into a pit by his own brothers. And I'm not talking he was set up in a pit, he, was, he made it all nice. No, they literally threw him in a pit. His own brothers who abandoned him and left him there in a pit to die. And there in the pit, all by himself, he was separated by his parents. And then it got even worse from there because then from there he was sold into slavery. And not just once, but multiple times Joseph was sold into slavery. And then at some point in his life after that, there was some clearly good fortune that God blessed him with in his life. But even after that good fortune that was so clear in his life, things got worse again. Because then Joseph was accused of a crime, a crime that he didn't commit, and then a crime that threw him in prison for something he didn't do. Falsely, uh, falsely asked of a crime and then falsely imprisoned. Things clearly didn't seem like they were going to work out for good. But you see, that's not where Joseph's story ended because if we look back into that scripture, look further into what happened in Joseph's life, his story didn't end with him there in slavery or in imprisonment. No, because then while he was imprisoned there, God enabled him to, to get the favor of Pharaoh. And with Pharaoh's favor, Pharaoh made him a ruler over the land. And not only that, but then God blessed him with the wisdom to store up food for the people in that land. Because as he stored up that food, he was able to use that food to save the lives of many And not just to save the lives of anybody, but to also save the lives of his own brothers. His own brothers who had so long ago abandoned him there in a pit. There were many terrible, horrible days, even some days that probably seemed like they were completely hopeless in Joseph's life. But through that entire time, God cared for Joseph. He provided for Joseph. He gave Joseph what he needed throughout all those times. Even though it may not have seemed at all like things would work together for good. Even though there were many times in which Joseph just simply wanted good, probably in his own way, in his own time. And yet even though he didn't seem to feel it, God was there working all things together for his good. For the good that Joseph needed. For the good that God knew Joseph needed. Because in the face of trials and tribulation, suffering, those terrible times in our lives, it can be very difficult to believe that God will work together all things for good. And to hear these words, this word from Scripture, in the midst of those painful and those suffering times, it can only sometimes make it feel worse. To make it feel as if someone's digging a knife deeper in your wound, just to hear that God will work all these things for good. But part of the problem is, is when we hear this word of God, we don't completely understand it for what it truly is saying. Because God's not saying here that all things are good. The fact of the matter is, is not all things in this world are good. Some things in this world are bad. Some things in this world are not directly from God, but rather a result of sin and the devil working in this world. And one of the, the biggest prime examples of that is death. When we lose someone who's so close to us, someone who we care so deeply for. Someone who we spend every single day with. We go to work, but we come home to see that person every single day. To spend time with that person. To do the daily house chores. To have fun and to play with that person. To talk and listen with that person. To share not only our joys, but also our sorrows. And when we lose those people whom we care so deeply for, it is terribly painful. A pain that my words right now can't even truly express. Because God didn't create this creation just so that it could die. And death is not a good thing. Death is not the way that God designed his creation to be. Death, simply put, is bad. And just as painful, and for lack of a better word, as bad as death is, so also is sin and suffering. Sin, like the times in which we experience betrayal by a loved one, Or sin like the times in which we fall again into those traps of self-indulgence. Or sin like those times in which we destroy the relationships of others with those very hurtful words that we say. Or the suffering. The suffering we experience in this world in the here and now. The suffering that we experience so frequently in our own bodies. The pain and the suffering that we experience. That changes the way that we live our lives. That changes the way that we have to affect every single day. Sin and suffering are terribly horrible things. They are not the way that God designed his creation to be. He didn't create us just so that we could have sin and suffering in this world because sin and suffering of themselves in their own are bad. But as we look at all these things in this world and we recognize and realize that some things in this world simply are bad, we don't want to get too pessimistic here because some things in this world are just ordinary. The mundane, the ordinary, the simple things of this world. Not the bad things. or not necessarily really good and great, but just the simple, ordinary things of this world, which I think can so easily become our daily routine. The fact that you get up every single day, you go to work or you do the house chores, then you get dinner and lunch ready, and then eventually you get ready for bed and you wake up and you do it all over again. Just the simple, ordinary routine of life. And yet as we realize all these things that are in this world, the the bad, the ordinary, we must be clear not to forget that there is plenty of good in this world. Plenty of times in which God enables us to see the beautiful and the good things of this world that he has given to us. The fact that we get to look around at his beautiful creation and see things like mountaintops that are completely untouched by humans, only touched by starry skies and sunsets. Or when we get to look around in our society and see the good of men and women helping other people, doing selfless, good, charitous acts for other people. And the many other things that we can see if we just look around and see the good that God has in this world today, too. But as our scripture reading says today, God uses all things, the good, the bad, and the in-between, to work together for good to work together for good which leads us to the other important distinction we must make about this scripture verse the fact that this good that we are looking for in this world in the here and now may not always look as we think it ought to look and we live in a world in which the world constantly is telling us what good is supposed to look like The world tells us that we ought to live the good life. And what that means is that we just eat, drink, and be merry. Just do whatever you want, whenever you want. Have whatever you want in whichever way you want. That everything to be good should be comfortable and happy and just the way that you want it. But when we're constantly looking for that good life, we're only going to be led to disbelieve this word of God to disbelieve that all things can work together for good because we'll look around and when things aren't comfortable, when things aren't happy, when things aren't the way that we think they ought to be, we're gonna to start to disbelieve God because there will be the bad and the mundane things in our lives too. But God's not talking here about that kind of good. God is talking here about saying that he will work all things together for your good, referring to your good eternal life, to your eternal salvation, to the good that isn't here yet, the good that we can't completely feel in the here and the now, the good that is waiting for you long and forever with God in heaven, with your good, good Father. That is the good that is waiting for you. That is the good that God will work together for you. Because the fact is, is God has already sealed that good for you. Because as our scripture reading from Romans chapter 8 also says today, God has foreknown you. He has called you. He has justified you and he will glorify you. He has justified you by the work of his son, whose son who came to this world not just to die, but also to rise. And now is ascended, sitting right there at the right hand of God, interceding for you every single day interceding for you who has prepared that place for you in heaven, that good, good place that God has waiting for you. And so for those who love God, all things work together for good. Even though it may not seem like it in the here and now, may not be the good that we think we want right now, but all things work together for your good, your eternal good that God has waiting for you with him forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Please rise as we...